Lance, and this is the Workers Week program with the beautiful redhead is back. I'm back. Did y'all miss me? <laughs> I have, I told everybody that while you were gone that you were working out the meaning of life. So what is the meaning of life? Ooh, well, love God, love one another. How's that? All right, that sounds like a good one. That's what we're supposed to do anyway. The Worker's Beat is about everything from the point of view of working families. We like to start with things you can do. August the 27th, that's tomorrow at 2 o'clock, a remembrance of Chase Bowie, former president of UAW 848, will be at the Uptown Theater in downtown Grand Prairie. Contact the UAW, 972-264-2431. August the 28th is the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom, and there'll be a march this year. Yes, sir. August the 29th at 11 o'clock, a State of the Unions event uh, at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. So it's 10 o'clock this time, and it's online, and it's the AFL-CIO. August the 29th, 26,000 American professional flight attendants will complete voting on a strike authorization. August the 31st, at 6.30, I will be speaking up for labor online, and you can join the meeting. Contact me if you want the link, or go to the uh, website for College of Complexes. September the 1st, International Day of Trade Unions for Peace. September the 2nd, 9 o'clock, radio broadcast about Labor Day on KNON.org, so be sure and yeah. be here with us next week. Absolutely. September the 3rd, I will be speaking, or I'll actually be leading a labor sing-along at the Unitarian, Unitarian Fellowship in Oak Cliff. Rosie Kurtz will be speaking at Greenland Hills United Methodist that same day at 11 o'clock. September the 3rd at 7 o'clock, Brittany Cooington will be speaking for labor at online religious observances. So we're all getting around and talking about labor during Labor Day and the big Labor Day event. September the 4th, 8.30 in the morning, the Dallas AFL-CIO Labor Day breakfast at the Longhorn Ballroom, 216 Corinth. Hurry and get your tickets. Also that day at 10 o'clock, September the 4th, the Tarrant County Central Labor Council Labor Fest will be at the Shack. Panther Island Pavilion, 395 Percy Street in Fort Worth. And right after that, the Democrats, what is that one, Bonnie? The uh, Democrats, uh, Dallas County Democrats Labor Day Picnic will be at Lofty Spaces, which is, hold on, let me give you the address. I totally forgot. It's right around the corner from uh, the Longhorn Ballroom. It is? Yes. It's at 816 Montgomery Street. 816 Montgomery. 75215, and that's from 11 to 2. Well, come on down. Family friendly. We got burgers. and. This is the biggest Labor Day we've had in our lifetimes, I think. There's about 12 here in Texas Labor Day events. Awesome. And across the country, there's there's more than ever before, don't you think? Yeah, I do, because Labor is here. It's, uh, we're popular. Yes, we are. We have a call. All right. Good morning. Okay. Good morning. Thanks, Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? Hello? We drove them away. No, they're there. <laughs> Hello? They're still there? You're on the air. Wake up, wake up. You're on the air. Hello? 972-647-1893 if you want to call and if you're awake enough to call. Two-thirds, a new poll shows that two-thirds of Americans are supporting SAG-AFTRA. Wow. And the, also the Writers Guild strike. That's awesome. So two-thirds of Americans are, are on our side on those strikes. Too bad the bosses aren't. But we will be featuring SAG-AFTRA at the Dallas AFL-CIO Labor Day breakfast. That's awesome. And we, we're going to have Tom Schwartz, uh, the leader of the SAG-AFTRA group in Dallas. Excellent. Will be our speaker there. But that's not the main speaker. Who's the main speaker? Be, that will be Claude <gasps> Cummings. You may have heard of him. I may have heard of him. Yes, he would be the international president of Communications Workers of America. And he w- is the first black president of CWA. The first black president and the, and the first C, the first communication, I mean, the first civil rights leader yes. to take a gigantic spot in the leadership of, of the American labor yes. movement. Uh, because he's also a vice president of the NAACP, isn't That's he? right. I believe so. And, he, and he's also a sponsor of this program that's, on this, that's the on other this thing. channel. That's right. On this radio station. Is so somebody calling us we're again? We're kind of hot, hot about him. Is Someone calling or I not here? It looks well, like it, it looks like the okay. phone is blinking. It is. It's Good morning. Blinking. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting.
You're on the air. Hello? There's something about us, Bonnie, that people call and then they fall asleep. There is someone on, but... Is it my voice? Did you miss me? You just want to hear me talk? That's what it is. It's some of Bonnie's boyfriends. They're calling just to breathe. Oh, well, I wish you, come on, y'all. Did okay. you pay your pledge? That's what I need to know. The, if the you paid your pledge, you're good. <laughs> the Teamsters approved their UPS contract, hoo-ha, and uh, more than 86% of the union members voted for the contract. Wow. Which, which means that, that they were pretty happy with it. Yep, yep. And Mr. O'Brien, the president, I think his name is Sean O'Brien. Sean O'Brien, that's ha- right. He has signaled his union's desire to use a successful UPS negotiation as a springboard to potentially organize, guess who? Amazon. Woohoo! Look for some tech. Christian, Christian, Christian Smalls. Get him together, baby. Get them all together. Christian That's Small the was the guy who successfully organized uh, one warehouse for, for That's Amazon. Right. Showed That's right. that it was possible. Now the mighty Teamsters are going to go in for it. Here's what they got. Just, uh, just some of the things that they got. They got big raises. Yes. And including the part-time people, they got big raises. They didn't get as much as they wanted. Some of the part-time people voted against it. But they got big raises up into the $20 plus uh, range. They got air conditioning and heat safety. Man. They ended the two-tier. Bonnie, can you explain what is a two-tier? Two-tier means people who are hired after you with less seniority do not receive the same benefits nor pay as people with more seniority. They get a different pay schedule because they're young. Yeah. They have to pay a penalty because they're young because they got hired later. And I really am happy that, uh, that the Teamsters stood up. Uh, and did not allow that to happen. And that is the major issue in the auto workers' yes. struggle, which is just about upon us. It's coming. They also got, the Teamsters got thousands of new full-time jobs. So a lot of those part-timers are going to move up to full-time and the better pay scale. God, that's awesome. And they got a ban on driver-facing cameras, so they don't have no tattletales cameras on the drivers all the time. What is and, and if the company wants to use driverless vehicles or drones for deliveries in the future, they will have to negotiate with the union before they do it. Yay. So several big victories and kind of modern victories, too. Yes. Things that we wouldn't ordinarily have even thought about. Driverless cars. How's that going to affect your job if you're a driver? So... They are they they won uh, some some really good things. Really good. And the American things. Airline pilots agreed to a contract too. They did. And they're going to get forty one percent over four years. They always put it that way, like you were going to get forty one percent tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But no. you're not. It, it's over four years, so it's really only ten percent a year. But still, and that's, that's well, that's better than inflation. Yeah. It's not a lot better than no. inflation because we had inflation for one year was nine percent. We did. So it's not that bad now. It's us running. Around three percent here in Texas, we're we're really very fortunate. It has not been as high as it has been. Now it was higher in other part here than it was in other parts of the country, but it has come down uh, faster and stabilized uh, faster in Texas uh, than think, other parts. What do you think these victories mean for the SAG-AFTRA people that are on strike right now? <laughs> because this, it's going, it's really hard for them. It's been over a month now. Yeah. That means they've missed a car payment. They've yep. missed a house payment. Yep. They may be uh, facing eviction or facing a repo man that wants to take their car away yeah, from them. That's right. At that first month, you can coast maybe for a couple of weeks, but after a month, you start missing those payments, and it's just dreadful. That's right. So, what do you think that the Teamster settlement and the, and the uh, airline pilot settlement will mean to the SAG-AFTRA people? I think it's going to put more pressure on, on the studio and on the bosses. I think so, too. Because the people are going to see that, and they're going to say, I ain't settling for no nothing contract. That's right. I'm, That's not, right. I'm going to stay out until we really win. It's like, hey, look and, what they did. We mm-hmm. can do that, too. That's right. There's no reason why they couldn't. Nope. Uh, the auto workers, of course, I happen to be in the auto workers union. <laughs> they're getting ready for major confrontations. They are going to be voting this coming week on whether or not to authorize striking. It doesn't mean they're going on strike. Right. It just means that they're going to authorize it 
so that if the leadership decides to put them on strike, they're not going to have to go through a lot of preliminaries and stuff. That's a good idea. We already got the strike authorization. We're going. And this is the big three. The big three are are going into negotiations. So They're in negotiations Mm -hmm. now. Oh, they are. Okay. Okay. But the contract expires on September 14th. So look on September 14th. That's kind of your D-Day. I got some stuff yesterday that said we want you to uh, organize a practice strike. Well, I'm not a big leader in the auto workers union, so I wrote to some of the big labor, some of the big, big leaders, some of the union presidents and that sort of thing, and asked them if they would uh, allow us to put on a practice strike. Uh, I'll organize it for them. You know, sure. there's no problem there. An AFL-CIO will get right behind it. I'm sure. You bet. So, I want to do a practice strike, and I'm just waiting to see if any of the UAW leaders. Uh, will uh, will call such a thing, or will be uh, will be amenable to letting me call it? I think it's a really good idea. I think that the Teamsters, uh, you know, they did several practice strikes around the country. They did some here too. Yes, and uh, I know Rosie. Uh, Rosie was there. Of course, Rosie's Rosie shows up for pretty much everything. I'm talking about Rosie Kurtz. Yes, the, one of the leaders of the Young Active Labor Leaders. I love and, her. Uh, she has organized support and. Uh, and solidarity for just about everything in the union cause, and especially for her own union, which is the teachers. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I am sure that Rosie would come if the auto workers were to put on a practice strike. I now, I did not mention it in the things to come, but on September the 9th, we are going to get a chance for a solidarity rally, and this won't be a practice. This is an actual rally for the SAG after strikers. will be at Rivershawn Park in Dallas at 9 o'clock on September 9th. You and I will not be able to come. No, because, because we'll, we'll be, be here. here. But I did ask sure. them if they wanted to broadcast it live. Oh. And if they do want to broadcast it live, well, uh, well I'm sure we would do it. Absolutely. We'd love to. Yeah, We'd love to. That's excellent. Yeah. I like it. Reverend like Sean it. Park, 9 o'clock uh, in Dallas. And that's two weeks from today. Yeah. Yes. 9 o'clock in the morning, Solidarity Ralphie raffle with SAG-AFTRA. Can you say what SAG-AFTRA is, Bonnie? Screen Actors Guild. You got that part right. American, American Federation of Theater. Television. television. Television? It's not theater. Okay, television, television and radio. And radio. There we go. Okay. Okay, it's American Federation of Television Radio Actors, Strikers. They are all on strike. Of course, when you read about it, you just read about Los Angeles and New York. Right. But uh, that's going on here in Dallas. That's right. And they will be featured at the Dallas uh, AFL-CIO Labor Day Breakfast. That is so exciting. That is so exciting. It is, really. Uh, I'm so happy to get to know them and get uh, get a chance to help. I was so Do glad they yeah they joined our our uh, our council our central labor council yeah they uh, did they've affiliated with us so I you know this is exciting it's an exciting time to be a union member and to be a progressive labor is starting to pull together yes. and we're starting to pull the whole progressive movement together that's right. around labor. And that's, uh, that's the really, really, really big news. That's you right. consider yourself a progressive activist, there are plenty of ways that you can join the labor movement and, and have, have a participation yes. along with everybody else in this giant progressive movement that is forming that already has a 71% uh, approval rating. From Across the United States. From all Americans. Yes. But guess what it is, Bonnie, for people under 30. It's 88%. What? It's 88. Well, that's what what the AFL-CIO says. And uh, Lou Luckhart read that out last Thursday, at at the last Thursday uh, meeting of the Labor Council. Wow. It is astounding. The young people really love labor unions. And that means... That means look out for us. That's right. And it also means that everybody else gets a chance to join. Now I happen to be in the old people's part, but but this <laughs> is fairly this is fairly new too, because prior to uh, two thousand one or so, there was not a strong active retiree movement in the labor movement. But then they formed the Alliance for Retired Americans, and that then we started recruiting uh, retirees, and we didn't mm-hmm. just take we didn't just get. Uh, 
union members. Oh. We didn't just get retired union members, although we we welcome them. We got everybody. Yeah, we started All kinds getting of we started getting people like Zen Biasco, who was a who was an activist like me back in the in the uh, anti-war movement in Vietnam. I love that Jim guy. Jim Rivers and people like that that were activists in the labor in the uh, anti-war movement, which was gigantic back in its day. And we had marches of a million people from time to time. So those guys are still around. They did, and they were looking for something to join. They joined the Alliance for Retired Americans now. We're going to take a break. Be right back. We're back on the Workers' Beat. You can call us at 972-647-1893. You can talk to the beautiful Bonnie Mathias who's here to tell you to be sure and vote. Right, yes. Bonnie? That's, that's the least, the very least that you can do right. to support our democracy is to vote. Yeah, hang on to our democracy. I understand the Republicans had some kind of talk over the past week, <laughs> and they didn't right. even mention democracy. Well, that's even in there. And guess what? And not one of them said that they would not vote for Donald Trump if he was the nominee. They're all for Trump. They all said, oh, yeah, I'll vote for him. <laughs> talk about, oh, my Lord. What There's, do you have to do to get to, to make those guys not like you? I think we've got to quit talking about that guy. They talk about him too much. There's a lot going on in civil rights, especially in Fort Worth this morning, because the Dallas paper has an article about a construction company called TNT, and they are getting fined for running a workplace that is racist. And some of the some of the employees are getting back pay and getting their jobs back and that sort of thing. Good. Because of, of things that the company either did or allowed to be done on the workplace. It included having nooses hanging around and lightning bolts. What? Which is the symbol of white supremacy. Yeah. And this was oh and several God. of the people commenting in the article said that construction is a very racist uh, uh, industry in America. I was not aware of that. I had never heard that. So I'm interested in our in our listeners, the KNON listeners, if anybody's got any experience in the construction industry, is it all that racist or not? Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Yeah. I'm here. Hello. Yeah, you're on. Yeah, go ahead. Can turn you turn the radio, radio off. off, please? Turn the radio off. We don't want to listen to ourselves. <laughs> Okay. Uh, At the last hour, we talked about the police protection in BISD, and I would like to know, can the AFL, uh, the teachers' union, can they lobby our policymakers, Congress and the legislatures, to, uh, can they lobby for um, police protection since they are the ones that are most likely to get shot in the school in school rooms, can they lobby, you know, for gun control? Can they lobby for stuff where they limited to just salaries? No, they, they can they can they can certainly lobby and they certainly do lobby for a like, like the lady says, it's all about the schools and uh, because the schools have become dangerous places. That shouldn't be the last place you'd be in danger would be in schools. Should be the last place there would be guns as yeah. well. But, yes, you are absolutely right. The, the union, uh, which is for here in, uh, in the Dallas area, the main union is the Alliance AFT, that's American Federation of Teachers, and they certainly do lobby for a safe workplace. Absolutely. And I appreciate you bringing that up. Good idea. Yeah. Got Thank anything you. else you want to bring up? Okay. Thank you so much for calling. Okay. We're looking to see if the if the, any construction workers call, because I want to know if it's really true that the construction industry is all that racist. I know that it's bad, bad, bad on for a lot of immigrant workers That's because right. uh, because there was an article last week saying that a lot of people are getting stiffed 
Wage theft. Wage theft. The boss is stealing their their wages. And a lot of that goes on in the construction industry. And the reason is because they hire so many uh, immigrants. That's right. 972-647-1893. You don't have to listen to our opinions. You can have your opinion broadcast out to millions and millions of people who are listening. I want to let folks know that for the last four days, Tuesday through Friday, I was in Montgomery and Selma, Alabama. Oh, boy. What happened? Man, I cried. I got angry. Uh, Found out a lot of interesting information that I did not know. Where were these places you went? Uh, I went to, we went to the Legacy Museum. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. In in Montgomery. Mm -hmm. Wow. Very powerful experience. Very powerful experience. Yeah. There's a movie Um, about that, too. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, um, Massachusetts was the first state to to really say, okay, come on, bring the slaves. It's okay. You want to take this call? Yes, sure. Okay. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Excuse me. Good morning. Good morning. I'm calling today. I'm just about the community within the Oak Cliff, South Oak Cliff area. Uh-huh. Can we discuss that this morning? Uh, d- well, that sure. Go ahead. What what's up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like to know as a person that was raised, born and raised in the Highland Hill uh, community, what's going on over there? There's a lot of construction, especially on the the kind of south. I would say mm, north east section of Auckland. College. There are it's a gift uh, school there. They're building a parking lot and other buildings. They've torn down a lot of the co-ed apartments that were on the south side closer to the college park area or uh, on, on the edge of the Howard Hill community. And they're expanding the road to allow for access for cars to go in and out of that area. I've been talking about it, asking questions in the Facebook, Holland Hill uh, community pages. Nobody knows anything. I want to know. The last I did searches, I used the keywords, Hallsman, Holland Hill, renovation. Again, Hallsman, comma, Holland Hill, comma, renovation. Mm-hmm. What comes up? I see that the president of Carl Quinn, who's on also on the board of Kill, received a one point one million dollar check. It's a video online right now back in two thousand seventeen. I read about three hours and from the gist of it, they're building a multi usage community over there, retail included. Mm-hmm. And the community is going to be built for one third teachers of Paul Quinn. Mm-hmm. One third, of course, number one is one third. Let me back up. One third the students of Paul Quinn. One third the teachers of Paul Quinn. One third sing, uh, single mothers of families. Mm-hmm. One third, one third, one third is one whole, correct? Okay. All black men want to be factored into that equation. Where are the 16 families that have lived over their 60 plus years going to be factored into that equation? Mm-hmm. Is that going to be called Clan Campus? Because they got a lot of real estate over there. Are you saying that they did all are you saying that they did all this without any consulting with the people who already lived there? Nobody knows. I'm asking. Mm-hmm. And, okay, the the demographics over there, because I was born, I, I was a baby when I moved over there. Mm-hmm. My parents, they're the only person that owned their house. Okay? Is that right? I'm 64. Now, it's about 35% Latina. Mm-hmm. I, and, and everything is very clean over there. They're building. When those apartments, those pink apartments up there, they had explosion and a lot of people got displaced. You think that they would turn them down? No, mm-hmm. they rebuilt them. There are people working over there every day. Yeah. Now, also on the main thing, and I I go around there because I visit family and friends in the community. Mm-hmm. Okay, they are putting up black uh, plastic 
down by the park. You can't even see back there. Mm-hmm. It is hot, real hot, and plastic well, all around the area. That's, there's a, a cemetery back in the neighborhood, a little small family cemetery. It's you, black plastic all on the fences. What they not going to do over there? That's what I'd like to find out. But well, apparently we don't we don't know, so we're going to have to ask. If anybody in our KNON radio listeners do know about it, and they can call us at 972-647-1893. I would recommend you contact your city council, the city council person for that district, which is Tanel Atkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will be able to tell you anything and everything that is going on in his district. He does keep up on his district. Yes, he does. He? So that okay. that's who I would uh, I would recommend you give a call. Uh, I volunteer over there at J.N. Irvin Elementary, which is right behind Paul Quinn College. Mm-hmm. So I have not been over there since, uh, since the spring when school let out. So I'm really not familiar with what's going on, but I'm sure I'll be back over there within the next few weeks because uh, tutoring will start again. I have, a, I have a creeping feeling that the developers uh, have got their uh, hands... Well, that the that the that the, that the authorities have got their hands in the pockets of the developers because this is going on all over the city. Yep. And uh, people that live in these neighborhoods, uh, rightfully, mm-hmm. uh, would expect to be consulted, and uh, it seems that they are not. And that's why you need to call your city council, call the city council person mm-hmm. over the area, and find out. We often um, we often get Carolyn King Arnold on this program, so if she's listening, she might want to call and see if she's got any answers for this brother. Yeah, she's but, she's District Four, and I know that yeah. uh, that area over there around Paul, Paul Quinn and around there is District Eight. Mm-hmm. So, and that is Tanel. I see. So hopefully we can get some answers. Is it, is it eight or three? Because eight. It's eight. It's okay, eight. Okay, and that's Tanel. Yes. Okay. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Other thing. Oh, you were going to tell us some more about your trip to Alabama. You know, <laughs> crazy. Um, New York Life Insurance and Aetna Insurance sold policy policies to enslavers to reimburse them when to, a slave died. To reimburse them when a slave died, yes. so they could take out insurance on their so-called property. That's right. And That's Chase. Chase Bank, J.B. Morgan Chase, Mm -hmm. and Citibank, they financed it. (laughs) They did. Yeah. So just remember that, okay? As you're doing business, just remember what happened. Mm -hmm. That they they were just as much a part of it. As the enslavers themselves, the the most the most money in the South before the Civil War was not tied up in land. It was nope. not tied up in machinery. Nope. It was tied up in owning people. People. That's right. And that's why that's they fought exactly the Civil right. War because they didn't want to give up their so-called property. Their most of their biggest investment was in owning other people. That's right. And that's, that's right. what that's that's what the cause of the Civil War. Yep. That's, and don't let anybody tell you, you any different. You also went to the lynching uh, museum, didn't yes, you? Yes, we have a caller. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? Good morning. Good morning. Yes, I was calling in the response of the lady called. Yes. Uh, talking about the land over there by Paul Queen. Uh-huh. And, and I want to say something to her. My husband does work for Paul Queen. And it's nothing there that she's talking about with the, all the black, uh, the uh, black uh, plastic that's going all the way around the fence. Yes, ma'am. What they do is try to keep animals, anything that's from over there. It's very clean. Not only that, if she would want to cross the street to come in, to, uh, to Mr. Atkins' office, Councilman Atkins' office, she would have got some information. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you very much for, for bringing that up. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah and thanks and, for and filling in. Yes, ma'am. Exactly, because there has been multiple meetings, and I believe that they're, aren't they being held right there at, at Councilman Atkins' office, that, that satellite office of his? Yes. That's the old Highland Hills Library, y'all. It, it is, and he's, he welcomes people there. Yes, ma'am. All we have to do is go out to the meetings and support the community and come out and find out what's going on at Paul Quinn. Yes, yes ma'am. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. 
Well said. Thank you very much. Thank you. And, and you can you call so us, much. too, at 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. So you did go to the lynching uh, Went to the museum. lynching memorial. Sure there's, did. There's thousands of them. Thousands upon thousands. And these are documented lynchings, not yes. just rumors. No. Because there were really a lot more lynchings oh, than that. But, many. But the ones that they have well documented, they build a little kind of a right. kind they, of an upside down tombstone. Right. Right. And and there's also uh, markers that uh, are laid out on the ground that are mm. easier to read. I see. Okay. Were any of them from Texas, Bonnie? Oh my goodness! Yeah, we were busy here in Texas. And East busy. Texas, East Texas was the lynching center of yes. America. Smith Good morning. County. Thanks for calling K and O N. You know, I learned about uh, J P Morgan Chase when I was a kid in in uh, middle school up in uh, upstate New York. Uh-huh. Oh, that was very interesting that y'all brought that up. I'm 64, also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my, my kids and my grandkids all know about that. So in, in New York, they knew about it, but here in Texas, they didn't. No. <laughs> and in fact, they're trying to fix the history books now in Texas and in Florida so that nobody will ever find out. That's right. They're trying yeah. to erase the history of African yeah. people in this country, mm-hmm. and we cannot allow it. If you hear somebody, if you hear something, say something to that person. Right on. Right. Uh, the other piece is history forgotten. It's history soon to be repeated. Amen, brother. That's right. Amen. That's the natural fact. That's right. One thing I wanted to ask you about, I got in a little bit late because I was at work. The Republican debate that was going on, if every Democrat and every uh, independent really put their mind to it, we already have our candidates. You can vote in the Republican primary. Hold up, hold up, don't, hold up, don't do it. First of all, it is, okay, if you will read, when you go in to cast a ballot, it's, in the general election, it's going to ask you, did you vote in the other primary? Mm -hmm. Did you take part in the other primary? Because if you did... You can't, you can't vote. I mean, you can't do that in Texas. You can't do that. We understand the the maneuver you're talking about, brother. Yes. You're saying that Democrats could go vote in the Republican primary just to mess them up, but you can't do that in Texas. You don't want to do that because let me tell you what it does to you in the Democrat with the Democratic Party. If you vote okay. in the other party's primary, you can't be a precinct chair. You can't be an election worker for the Democrats. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, why don't do it? Stick stick with what we know. Don't might, be don't worry about them. Let them handle themselves. It might it might be a good maneuver in some other states, I don't know. Not here. But it ain't going to work in Texas. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, before I leave you, can yeah. I ask you one more question? Sure. Can you, can you tell me who the uh uh the guy was, the billionaire on that stage and I'll I'll, I'll leave you I'll leave you with that. I don't have a clue. I didn't watch it. Okay. Didn't watch it. Don't care. And we're sorry. Thank you so much. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Thank you so much for calling. Blue Monday. How I I hate Blue Blue Monday. Got to work like a slave all day. There come Tuesday. We love that song. Oh, Tuesday. You wouldn't, th- you wouldn't think we love that song. No, you wouldn't. Because if we love it, why do we murder it? I don't know. 972 <laughs> The station just loves it when you call. They're on the air now. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON, and thanks for waiting. Hello. Hey, Austin. Good morning. Hey, have y'all ever heard of the term uh, foundational black American? Mm, I haven't. Nope. A native black American. Go ahead. Okay. And uh, it's a new, see, it's a new young black people out there called the New Black Media, Professor Black Truth, Jason Black, Tariq Nasheed. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't, we don't call ourselves African-American. I see. Because uh, calling, calling 
descendants of slaves, African Americans, turns them into immigrants. Uh-huh. You know, you know, Elon Musk is an African American. You know, did not know that. He's from South Africa. You know, uh, so yeah, he was born in South Africa. That's right, and I wish he'd go back there and stay. Now he's an American <laughs> citizen, so he's an African American. I see what you mean. Okay, see I see what, what you mean. mean. Yeah. Okay. So what are we? What are we and, supposed and, to? And, what language are we supposed to use? Well, we we use. I mean, the descendants of slaves. That means thirty and forty and fifty generations of slavery in this country. You know, our lineage you know, comes out of slavery. So we are foundational black Americans, you know. Both of y'all own homes and y'all houses sits on what? Foundations, you know. Okay. So the economic foundation of this country, of America, when it was created, you know, sits on foundational black Americans. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, That's kind of long, kind of a long way of putting it. Well, African American sound cute. It means nothing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, what did, what did uh, Quame Nkrumah say about that? I think he just said black. We're supposed to say black. I think he didn't want to have any hyphens in there at all. Well, I don't. I call myself. I don't let nobody call me an African American. I'm a Black American. I'm a Native Black American. I'm mm-hmm. a foundational Black American. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Foundational Black American. That's F B A. I ain't never been to Africa, and I ain't thinking about going no time soon. I okay. see. So, right. so you're not an immigrant. All right. Well, thank you so much. That's very interesting. Thank you for bringing that back to us. We got to go move on. We got some people waiting. Thank you so much for morning, calling. Morning. Thanks for calling K and a win. Good morning. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. The hot one heels, small community. She said that they put the black plastic up on the fences to keep the animals out. Okay? How can you keep animals out when they can get underneath the fence and they can jump over fences? Well, we're done. In some areas, the black fences are so high down there by Bishop Collins Park on the back side, where he runs down on Bishop Collins Drive, down there to the dead end. It's so high, you can't even see the side. Yes, ma'am. They've got the black. That they doing they are something. No, ma'am, they are not. They are not hiding anything. Ma'am, ma'am. They got it all plastic covered up. I need to know what they're doing. Then go call Councilman Atkins and he can tell you. Ma'am, the black plastic is to keep the dust and the dirt inside the construction site okay it is not they are not hiding anything ma'am the, okay ma'am down there by the park where the the boy scouts used to camp they're not hiding anything ma'am and if you will call okay i'm asking the question please why they got it down there by the park they're not constructing down there by the park, so that's not true, ma'am. Okay, ma'am, then you need to go call Councilman Atkins' office and ask him. He will tell you. That may be him on the other line, okay? Thanks so much for calling. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Morning. Hey, how y'all doing? Good morning. Right. Hey, hey uh, real, real quick, uh, the, the whole FBA 803, I, I can tell you about, uh, in a nutshell, it, there's a, there's a, the reason that a lot of African Americans or Black Americans are decided to be either called FDA or ADO, North American Defense Place, is that there's the with the reparation uh, reparation movement another way that I guess uh, white supremacy or the government or whatever is trying to keep paying reparations is re- replacing uh, Black people in this country with. Uh, an influx of uh, black immigrants <laughs> that come in, mm-hmm. and, and what what's happening is, is, is this: the uh, on the census, it doesn't ask you are you in the, a descendant of an American slave to keep up with African American numbers or black people that in here numbers. It just asks you are you of Sub-Saharan African descent. And uh, the Smithsonian just had a uh, 
a DNA project that they just did that tied in, uh, I guess, a, a buried a, a slave graveyard to people in the area. It it tied them via DNA to find out direct descent. Mm-hmm. And what that did is that increased the chance for uh, African Americans to get reparations because we can that way we can prove that we're direct descendants of, of those people that that are in the grave. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and, All right. And yeah, that's that's what Mitch McConnell said. Was, Mitch McConnell said that. Yeah. <laughs> and you believe him? You believe no, what he says? No, 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 no. Listen, what I'm saying. <laughs> When they when they had the uh, HR forty hearing, Mitch McConnell said, "How are we going to be able to tell who's the descendant of the slave?" Oh, I see. There's black people. So he was trying to think of some reason to not yeah, pay yeah. pay anybody. Right. I'm surprised uh-huh. any of us. And so, so with the Smithsonian DNA project that came out, uh-huh. it's the direct way to tie so. up. So now they can tell for sure. Okay. Huh? All righty. So they can tell for sure who's a descendant of the slaves and who's not. We got to move on. We got so many people waiting. Thank you so much for calling. Get a hot phone line. Good morning. Yeah. Thanks for calling, Kay and Win. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Councilwoman. I'm headed out to Singing Hill this morning for the community event with the South Central Police Department with District 3 Council Members there at uh, Gracie. District 8, Mayor Post-Tim, Tamir Atkins, uh, State Representative Tony Rose will be there, and Sterling King Arnold is on her way. But we're just inviting people to come out and get information on maybe some of the same topics that the young lady was speaking about, about things in her neighborhood. We're telling her, right, go, go call, go to our offices, go online to read, but there's plenty of information out there. And thank you all this morning for trying to get her in the right direction. But I think, Bonnie, you know, the only thing I think what I keep hearing is a continuous strand is people don't understand there is a different responsibility for every level of government. Yes, ma'am. And if you're on the city council, you don't input, you don't regulate the day-to-day operations of schools. Right. And, and so, it's, you know, so it's about education uh, of our constituents so we can have a more powerful uh, government. So just making sure I give a shout out so you all continue to educate and we'll call back next week and talk about budget and bond and why it's so important for us to stay involved and come to those meetings. But just wanted to give you a shout out this morning. Come on out to King and Hills to join us from 8 until 2 today. Thank, thank you, so, you so much. Okay, there. That, that thanks, Carolyn. I appreciate you so much. So if people have that question, those questions, they can go on out to Singing Hills now. That's right. Go out there and talk to to Councilman Atkins or, so or just, Mayor Pro Tem, ask him face to just, face. Just being suspicious, you could find out. That's right. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Good morning. Thanks for calling K and Win. Thanks for waiting. Gene, good morning. Good Hi. morning. Hi, Bonnie. Welcome Hi. back, Bonnie. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. Do you know who this is? Yes, sir. This is Imani. I know that. Make the Vietnam veteran. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, I was just doing my math a few minutes ago, especially uh, dealing with, I'm dealing with CNN and a whole bunch of stuff. But uh, I've been, I was in the, the, the jungles in Vietnam in 1968. <laughs> I've been voting, I figured it out, for 54 years I voted. Mm-hmm. And I'm to the children because I'm asking the same question. Bonnie asked, why, why do y'all, why won't you guys vote? Right. And here's what, that, can I tell you what they said without you buttoning in, Bonnie? Go right ahead. I just want to tell you because you're my friend and I love you. Mm-hmm. But, but I think they all need to go to Montgomery, Alabama and, and figure it out. I'm trying to get, 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 get Here's what I'm trying to show you. I asked a kid at Power 9 and Frank Tank, so why won't you guys vote your, your percentage so long we don't ever win? Hear what they said. We will not vote for either party because either party hadn't done enough for you. Why you think they're going to do something for me? <laughs> Uh-oh. Keep thinking like that, and we'll have Donald Trump, and we'll have an authoritarian government. That's for damn sure. I'm trying to get out to Carolyn's office. That's the thing. But I want people to start asking the young people why they won't. Instead of trying to tell them why they should, just asking. You know, when I go to the doctor, I want my doctor to ask me one thing. What's wrong? Mm. You know? Why do you feel pain at? We're not... We have, we have discovered that we don't ask our families and our children what's wrong. We try to dictate instead of asking them, what do you want? So mm-hmm. they tell me, 
It keeps saying the same old people doing the same old thing, and, and ain't nobody died to vote. If they did, they were dumb. People die for what they're going to get. And if, if you keep voting for stuff, because your grandmama did it, Lots of people, lots of people died for the vote. Yes, lots of people died for the vote. They sure did. You're right. Here's what they're telling me, the young people. I ain't talking about us, because I'm going to get out of here. I'm old, 70, 30 years old. But the young listen to the young people. I said, why won't y'all participate? Because big money won't let us in there. <laughs> Every time we, we don't ever get nobody, that's why we don't vote for what we need to Yeah, but what? The it's thing not, is, it's it, not so much a question. <laughs> of finding things that are wrong. I mean, anybody can do that. The question is, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. The question is, how are you going to resolve the problem? Which and, side are you on? And you're saying that, that voting is a, is a necessity, right? Well, we have to do that, but we first mm-hmm. got to find out where they're hurting. And the young people said, man, we don't have no wealth, no money. That's All true. That's true. Those things are true, people. you know. They Those are things true. are true, but the question is, how are we going to get where we need to be? And one thing, one good thing to do is vote. But really, I'm, I'm very pleased with the way everybody is getting organized. Yes, and that's why I think that the Labor Day breakfast is such an important focus mm-hmm. for us right now. We also, in the labor movement, we're also going out and speaking in churches and. Uh, uh, other unions and in community groups. Uh, I'll be speaking online a couple of times over the next month and uh, looking for places to uh, uh, organize and, and get better networked so that we can fight for a better world like you're talking about. And I appreciate that very much. Mm-hmm. Try one thing, older people. Instead of going always speaking, try to go and listen. Try to go what? Listen and let them tell you where they're hurting. Go and, go and ask them what they're thinking. Okay. 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 Thank we got you. one more caller. Good Thanks morning. So Thanks much. for calling Canna Win. You're on the air. Yes, sir. Neither, the yeah. reason you, you're having a problem with the vote is that neither party will do anything specifically for African Americans. I mean, you uh-huh. have an Asian hate bill that comes through. Yeah. You had, uh, you know, the. The other other bills for the for the Jewish folks that came through, where uh, Obama spent earmarked twelve million dollars. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been any bill since the civil rights that like, that has been specifically targeted. Yeah, and, and they're trying to tear that up. Yeah, they've already they've already practically destroyed the Voting Rights Act mm-hmm. in twenty thirteen from Shelby County, Mississippi. But I'm saying either party, Republican or Democrat, has hasn't done anything specifically for black people. And the, and that's why you got the youth saying, why am I going to participate? There's something that, that, that they see that's going to benefit them. But wait a minute, are, are you arguing that people should not vote? Are you saying that they no, should not vote? No, I'm not saying they shouldn't vote. I'm just saying that's the reason why you have a problem. Mm-hmm. The older generation is having a problem with the younger generation. Mm-hmm. Because the younger generation is seeing, you know, their grandparents and their parents' history being erased. Yeah, and if, if, if there's no protection from the Democrats or the Republicans, well, then what what do you tell them then to 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 get them to participate and and try to make a better world? What do you uh, tell them? If, if, what would I tell them? Mm-hmm. To what do you tell them? A better world would be this. Uh, even though you know we, we aren't getting what we want at the current time, I mean, yeah, the fight got to still go on for the older generation, but at, at some point. They're going to have to pick up what we have left, and if they don't, we won't have any. Uh huh. Could it be? It could be even worse than it is. That's a yeah. true fact. Yeah. It could be a lot worse than it is. You know, I just spent I just spent the last four days with seventy nine of my closest friends from around this state. There were seven Anglo's on this trip. Mm-hmm. Um, the the rest of the folks were brown and black. Uh huh. And a bunch of them were young, and not one, not one said anything about not voting because they didn't like it. They didn't like that. that they didn't think anything was going to happen. Because mm-hmm. if you don't vote, we're going to keep getting what we're getting. <laughs> what, what, what I'm saying is this, like with the reparations bill, nobody will even pass it to Democrats mm-hmm. or Republicans. They can't. Yeah. They can't figure out a way to do it. 
Yeah, the same thing is true of the PRO Act for labor. For labor. To try to get a better deal on labor organizing. We can't get that. uh, We can't even get it out of the House now. But we did get good news from the National Labor Relations Board this past week. Yeah. Uh, There was was a reporter years ago that did a piece on the DOJ that keeps up with the amount of lynches that occurred in the United States. Mm -hmm. If the DOJ won't release the information to the public, but there is... uh, there are way more lynchings that happen in the United States that are documented uh-huh. uh, than that they have listed at that memorial out there. Yes, sir. Yeah. They, you must have to be on to be in that memorial. There must be two documented documents documenting that lynching. You have to prove it. You have to prove that it happened. But they That's tell you, it. They tell and you, they tell you up front that there are hundreds of thousands more, mm-hmm. but there is no documentation. They don't have a, they the don't DLJ, have enough paperwork on it. They do. The DOJ has the list and has, has more than the has the documents. That's okay. The, All right. Okay. okay. Well, thank thank you so much for calling. We have to move on. Thank you. Good morning. Thanks for calling, Ken Owen. Thanks for waiting. Uh, thank you for taking my call. I just got one question. I have a mathematical problem with the budget and that with the city budget in here. We are 290 police officers short. And my problem is we got enough off-duty police officers to cover Walmart, Home Depot, and the strip clubs. But we don't have enough police officers to patrol our neighborhoods. So, uh-huh. And the schools, too. There, there, we had an earlier caller about the schools saying the schools were not safe. Uh-huh. Well, it was safe until Greg Abbott uh, Thank you. put that mandate on the schools. Uh, everybody got to have a on-duty police officer where they're only going to allow $15,000 uh-huh. per campus. Amen. Who's going who's gonna to work for that? So didn't they, didn't they just raise... Didn't they just... Uh, Change the budget to big, give a big raise to the police and the firefighters in Dallas. I I have not kept up. I don't know. They got a big dip in their kitchen that they want us to uh-huh. fill in the hole, and so we got some issues. But I just saying we don't have enough police. Uh-huh. The police can't do their their first job, but they got a secondary job that they doing a real good job of doing. I don't understand nothing. But I'm gonna go. I know y'all out of time, and just thank you for taking my call. Thanks. Have a good weekend. Appreciate you very much. Is it time, Bonnie? Yes, sir, it is. Say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie.